tidbit out there for everyone just so that everyone's aware raising or lowering loft by one degree is roughly 300 rpm in spin three to five but i would say closer to three uh 300 rpm so that's a significant difference just by loft alone and obviously how that will change your your ball flight and what you're looking for this is the fitting room podcast here's your host nate adelman hello hello it is time for the fitting room podcast i'm your host nate adelman alongside today my two good friends my two good compatriots in the world of fitting we got dave neville yodi nevs uh fitting room regular and we have steven the sling sereno who is actually uh a spe i mean we couldn't do a mailbag without you we've probably done six or seven mailbags and you're always our guy because of your extensive knowledge in the field of having gone and done been on the road doing fitting so gentlemen welcome welcome to finger i'm glad to have you today glad to be here i have a question yes uh is this a very special episode this is a special episode dave because we are digging in to the callaway community mailbag it's that's not why i was asking if this is a special mm. episode is this a special episode is this your last podcast as a single man I cannot deny it, Dave. Wow. I was trying to come up with something clever, but I could not. Um, indeed, that is true. This Sunday, I take the plunge. I believe they, some will call it walk off the plank. I call it uh, happily ever after. But uh, it's going down. I think we should have a live show. Nate, just dive in head first. You're good. Dive in you're, you're good. Uh, I'm excited, but you know what? This is not the wedding room. This is actually the fitting room. <laughs> nah, that was clever. Uh, but thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Congratulations, for Nate. Thank you. Um, and Molly. I think my, uh, we'll see if I change as a human being. You know, maybe I'll get more mature, deeper voice when I come back. Well, you lost a co-host, but you're picking up a wife. So good, good trade there. Right. I'd say it's a trade up. Trade um, up. Plus, now I have more reasons to have uh, you two here in the fitting room. More regularly. We're here for you. That's so right. uh, this is all good things here happening in the fitting room. If this is a fitting room is a place of happiness <laughs> and a place of uh, demystifying fitting questions, equipment questions. Um, you can always listen to the fitting room every Monday. New episodes get published as part of the Callaway Podcast Network of wonderful podcasts like the Ship Show, the Putting Podcast, and Girls in Golf Podcast. I believe that's the suite of podcasts going on right now. And, of course, you can always catch The Fitting Room Live, which we've been doing every Monday night on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. That's always fun if you want to get questions answered live on the air and try to stump us. That's always a good. We've now been doing that, what, two, two three years? Three yeah. years? Not once have we been stumped. <laughs> really? They, and they there's some tough questions. I've been on that show a few times with you, and uh, it's challenging. For well, if sure. we don't know, we we pretend like we know, and then we say we <laughs> answered it, and then they never call back. Yeah. And so <laughs> we hope that they don't call we, back we, or check we, up on us. We never know. Um, so today's episode is we're diving into the Cali community, the mail, and answering all the questions that some of the best questions that were on the community. We've been busy this year, so we haven't had as much chance to do mailbags as we'd like. Um, so we're just going to dive right in. Uh, producer Tyler uh, scoured the Callaway community, callawaygolf.com slash community. If you go to the fitting corner thread, ask all the fitting questions, they will get answered. Tag me, tag Dave, tag Steven, and we'll answer them for you personally. And 
like all of our podcasts now, you can listen to this episode of The Fitting Room on YouTube. And by listen, I mean watch. Now, we don't have as many props for this episode because we don't really know what's coming. Um, and we're not covering a specific club or something. But Dave's got a really nice outfit on. Steven's got a really nice outfit on. Good, two good-looking guys. So it's worth a look as well on YouTube. Yeah, you always get a little bit more out of it when you see the visuals. Um, all right. Should we dive in, gentlemen? Let's do it. All right. Yeah, we're in. Okay. We're gonna Mailbag. Start, we're going to start with a popular question um, and one where there's a lot of confusion on. That's with regards to shaft cutting. All right. I play this. This question comes from a weirsome. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, I play the F Epic Flash Sub-Zero with Project X Smoke Blacks, Black 6.5 at 63 grams. I want to cut an inch off. If I wanted to get back the same swing weight, how much weight would I add? And would I add it to the front weight or the back weight? It's a good question. Good Definitely a good question. My, my question back to, to this gentleman or ma'am is uh, why would you want to cut it down? That's just my thought. So hypothetically, let's say it was... Uh, for control, you know, to look, drivers getting a little squirrely. Um, yeah. Or maybe they, uh, he got back surgery and now he's three inches shorter. True. Very true. I'll, I'll bet it's one of those two. Good call. Good call. Well, you know, for this one, I would say you definitely need to put some weight back into the club. Now, when you, when you cut down a shaft an inch, again, depending on what the shaft is and the balance point, and all that good stuff. But typically it takes off roughly six swing weight points, which is about 12 grams. Now, again, depending on how the shaft is, you know, my take on it is that you probably want to put it back into the butt end if you can. But again, it's all dependent on what kind of shaft it is and how it's balanced. So the easy answer is 12 grams. You got to yeah. replace it, but you got to put it at the right place. So two grams uh, per swing weight point to get it back. Right. Typically, that's kind of a rough guess. Sometimes on longer clubs, it can be a little bit less. But adding 12 grams to a driver head is a lot of weight. That's that a lot. lot of lead tape. It's a ton of weight, right? And they, I think, I, I mean, even on the tour, they don't make weights that are going to be adding 12 to whatever was well, in there. Well, if you had a 14 and 2 uh, configuration with a sub-zero, you could add an additional 12 and have 14 and 14, but now you've kind of defeated the purpose of the sub-zero with the with right. the front and the back. Um, so you might want to do that with, um, with a slider. You know, you might want to change the slider or you can do it um, with le lead glue, you know, rack glues, yeah. as, as we say, but that is a lot. For, um, to to put into a head, the other I think what you said earlier is important. Also, what type of shaft is and what the balance point is. Because if you take a Mitsubishi Tensei CK Pro, is going to be counterbalanced or back weighted. That's so the orange one. That's the, the orange, orange one. one yeah. That's a lot uh, heavier in the in the butt end versus say uh, a hazardous smoke. So right. you we can give you a recipe, but until you go and get it swing weighted, you're not going to know exactly what right. the balance point is going to be. So for something like this, an inch is a lot. It could be a combination of all of those things. That you, if you if you had a counterbalance shaft, you go to a less counterbalance shaft. You add weight to the head. You go to a lighter grip. It could be all of those things. But I think I would caution on an inch is a huge amount to cut off a driver straight off the bat. I would right. start with at the most a half inch. Half. Go down to forty five because you do lose tremendous. You'll lose a lot of clubhead speed. That's mm -hmm. a, the lever arm is much shorter. It's you're gonna s sacrifice speed, which could end up 
not playing to your advantage as well. Right. So I think a lot of people, if they cut off the half inch and then they try it and they're used to 45.5, that'll feel short. You know, yep. that'll feel like, oh, I've got a ton more control. Yep. If you take a full inch off, people, you're going to feel like you're hitting a, a wedge with so the driver. Yeah. Th- this is a true story. So I've said this on the live show before and also on the podcast, but every tinkerer, you don't become a good tinker without some high profile mistakes and some mess ups (laughs) and you've had a few many and uh this was actually one of the first ones i did i was not hitting the driver well it was because of my swing i said hey i'm gonna tinker with this driver it might help i went from 45 and a half to 45 and it was like wow that's so good how much better could it be at 44 and a half (laughs) (laughs) it could be even better at 38 (laughs) and it did not work out so well and then you swing weight at your driver and it's like c6 yeah like shoot well what am i gonna do with this it's hard to it's hard to get all that weight back for sure right all right i think we got that one good work boys um all right let's move on this question comes from uh probably one of the top contributors on the community uh stump nav stump nav um uh, can i say that stump nav also hooked me up with some really cool challenge coins because he no he knew that i was a former air force guy so he sent me some uh cool uh, bomber coins so thank you shout, shout out, out stump nav stump nav thank what you buddy a boss all right does anyone play different shafts or different flexes in your long irons as opposed to the rest of your irons when might something like that make sense or is it not recommended any info or recommend, uh, recommendations you have are greatly appreciated. I mean, that's a good question. Um, I would say the the stock answer is I would try to play the same chefs across the board, long irons to short irons. Now, I think there's a difference, and I think that you could see some case studies where that is is challenged. So, for example, you'll see like a lot of LPGA players will actually play a stiffer driver shaft versus their fairy wood and hybrids and so on and so forth. Obviously, this is a little bit different because it's irons. Um, but if you're playing a full set of irons, you know, no combo sets and things like that, I would try to I would personally try to stay in the same realm just because you want to have consistent profiles as far as how the shaft is made and what yeah, it's designed weight, to do feel, and balance, the swing weighting. Yeah. yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. But well, it gets interesting when you put in hybrids or, or UT irons in the long irons. Then right. you have a, a little bit of play there. So if it's the same club head, you're recommending keep the same shaft. I would definitely do that. Yeah. Now on wedges can be a little bit different because a lot of times Roger will recommend that you go one subflex down. So right. a lot of tour players play X100 in their irons, but they might play S400 in their wedges. Correct. Or they might play the wedges, you know, a little bit lighter because it's all about feel. You're not trying to hit your 60 as long as possible. You're trying to control Speak it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you hit your 60 205 just like most internet golfers. Um, but for the rest of us, you might want to have a little bit softer shaft in your wedges but in terms of across the iron set most people keep that consistent unless they've got a utility or hybrid correct yeah so uh question then for you guys so it looks like stump nav is referring to the long irons Mm -hmm. the question might be stemming from you know maybe i'm not hitting my long irons as high as i am hitting my mid irons so what would you recommend if if a player is seeing that what should they do with their long irons that's a good question. I, I would uh, take a look at a different type of iron. So going back to the UT or maybe right. even a hybrid to get the height, you know, height right. back um, or look at a completely different iron type or shaft type, right. you know, for your iron. So like if maybe you had lighter. an Apex Pro in the mid irons, you could go to the Apex standard for the long irons, like build a combo set. Or you could do that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an off the rack combo set. You could create your own. Just be cautious of the lofts. Um, now, a question for you as well. Uh, what about uh, flighted shafts? So a flighted 
set of flighteds, they do have somewhat different weights and bend profiles as you go through the set. What's do, what's your stance on those? That's a good option as well. I mean, when you talk about you find a set of heads that you like and obviously you can play well, but then you throw a set of uh, you know flighted shavs in, um, then that does help with the long irons. Obviously, the, the profile is different, the weighting is slightly different, and then it obviously tapers across the set um, right. to the you know pitching wedge. So that's a good option as well. But those are designed for that. For that. So that yeah, and yeah. there's a shafts out there like the True Temper, the AMT, Ascending Mass technology, where they're, they're lighter um, in the longer irons, and then they get heavier as they go, which tends to help w- with that. It's essentially another way of kind of uh, flighting it to help you get more launch on the, on the longer irons as you get to the wedges a little bit heavier help you control the trajectory so that's a good thought as well a lot of options there um uh and i like where the where where his head's at there so a lot of options um hope we answered that well for stump nap um all right should we move on let's Mm -hmm. do it okay this question comes from chris pate or is that pate (laughs) (laughs) um all right i have a rogue sub-zero driver and i love it i've been tinkering with some of the adjustments to lower the spin by changing the weights and etc. My question is, does the draw neutral adjustment on the OptiFit hosel adjust spin rate? I can't find any documentation either way, uh, and I'm trying to minimize spin to get the best results, and I want to know if by being in the draw setting, am I adding spin? I like that one. That's a deep question. That is a deep question. That's like the... uh, the off-label prescriptions, you know, like <laughs> it doesn't say it, but does it do it? Yeah. So with the OptiFit hosel, when you're putting it in the draw setting, you're actually making it more upright. So it can kind of help you to hit that that draw. So it might help with you know side spin, so to speak. Although some people say there is no such thing as side spin; it's the spin axis. But when you go for like the plus the plus one or plus two, minus one, you're changing the face angle uh, at address, which dynamically changes the the loss. So that could add spin. But I don't think necessarily the draw setting, which is more upright, would would affect the the spin. Yeah, and expanding to Dave's thoughts there, he he said it on point there. When you talk about the draw um, or the neutral, it it, it affects the the lie angle. Mm -hmm. So in theory, lie angle is primarily start line it has nothing really to do with with adding loft or lessening loft and things like that so it should just start left and it should not affect spin uh whatsoever so this one's really interesting to me because this i think is as player dependent as anything because i've uh, i if you imagine a situation where a player has too flat of a lie and so they're fanning it high right Mm Sometimes with that player, if you go in the draw setting and it allows them to square the club face and actually hit it straighter and have less of that high spinny right ball, you actually can see a spin drop. Yeah, dynamically wow. it could happen. But that's yep. the that is where it is totally player dependent. Right. So if you looked at it on a loft lie machine, as Dave you were mentioning, by closing the face um, or by putting it more upright, you do slightly close the face, so you could see a little more loft. But which which you would say is more spin, but for the player that misses right, by allowing you to hit it straight or with a draw, you actually would reduce You'd spin. You'd reduce spin, yeah. yeah. So, so I don't think there's a, a straight answer that we could give here. That's a tough one. I would say that's all dependent, assuming the same type of of, of uh, you know delivery of the club. 
you know that's right. that's huge like you were saying Nate because you're right obviously if you change the lie and you're striking it better of course your numbers in theory you know will they will definitely get better right so so for Chris it sounds like the recommendation is almost like trust what the ball's doing so if you see um, if you see that you're able to either turn it over easier or hit a draw more easily because it's in the draw setting it may actually be reducing your spin but if you're seeing it get I mean, theoretically, if you're seeing it balloon more, it's obviously for that type of player that's not happening. But I doubt he's going to see – he asked if he's adding spin with the draw setting. Probably right. not. He right. might reduce spin because of the, right. the, the delivery potentially, which is good. That's what he wants to do. He wants to minimize, he wants to minimize spin. So it's unlikely to, to add spin, but you'd have to see what it does dynamically. Right. That's a good question. That's one of the – you know, like you can only publish so much on the OptiFit Hosel manual. Yeah, I've got an interesting uh, addendum to, to this that I've talked to John Milnarski about uh, several times. I've asked him, well, if you were trying to reduce the spin, say from 10.5 uh, on a 10.5 driver, you're better off going to a 9-degree driver or you're better off changing the OptiFit Hosel? And he said every time it's better to go to the driver, the 9-degree versus necessarily doing it with a hosel because that's doing it dynamically. So mm. that is opening the face angle, which causes you to kind of shut it down uh, when you're swinging through it, which reduces the loft. But in terms of the spin rate, it's better just to go to the nine degree head. For a, for a quick, yeah, to see a, a quick drop in, in RPMs in, in ball spin, definitely. The, go to, the Change the loft, loft of the driver. Yeah. That is... Interesting you brought that up, Dave, because I think you might have stole the thunder from this next one. Oh, did I? Okay. A, I didn't look ahead. That's okay. No, that's good. The OptiFit Hosel, um, I, I mentioned this for the Avid listeners out there. I did mention this, uh, I believe, a few weeks ago, but I spent a good probably five or six days at my desk staring at the OptiFit Hosel and just trying and to figure out how it works. Just figuring out how it works. And I also called the guy who invented the Optifa Hosel. He was on the show a couple years back, actually, Jim Saluga. Jim Saluga. He's the inventor of many, many cool Callaway Golf Club technologies. Um, uh, but I took the cog uh, Hosel apart. I saw what each setting on the, the cogs do and how it does it. And I'm guessing most of our listeners out there either don't have as much time to do <laughs> something like that or not as big a loser as me to do that. So I thought you had another job. It's good. It's good. That's what they think. Don't tell them. Okay. That's, it's good that these questions are coming up because we have the answers for you. All right. Here we go. This, this question comes from M.I. Greg B. I'm guessing that might be a Michigan. Michigan Greg B. Nice. Uh, the Epic uh, Flash Sub-Zero 9 degree versus the 10-5 degree set to the same loft. I've tried searching for answers to my question, but I haven't quite found what I'm looking for. Will a 9-degree Epic Flash Sub-Zero with the Tensei AV Blue 65 regular set to plus 1 neutral perform essentially the same as the 10-5-degree Epic Flash Sub-Zero with the same shaft set to the SN setting? Other than the half-degree difference, I'm hoping they'll essentially be the same? Question mark. Can you help? Well, Dave just answered that. No. <laughs> 
No, yeah, I, I mean, in, in theory, it should work. That's the way that we've set up the, the hosel, that they should be pretty similar. But what people think, like on the setting, when it says plus two on the hosel, that you're actually changing the loft of the driver, that is not true. You know, the, the loft is set by CAD and in the tooling. You're doing it dynamically by closing the face, which gets you to add loft when you come through the ball. Now, for some players, that doesn't happen. So right. you, they might not get that that extra loft that they're they're looking for. So the easiest way, the best way to do it is through the actual head versus the OptiFit hosel. But the OptiFit hosel is great for tuning. And mm-hmm. and one thing to add to that is, when building the club heads in the CAD, like you said, to make the clubs that loft, they're they're designing the bulge and roll of the driver accordingly. So if you do have an intent of hitting a driver at 10 degrees, you're better off getting a driver that was designed to be at 10, 10 degrees exactly. than trying to jack something up two degrees or, or down if you can. But there's no harm or there's no mm-hmm. no uh, issue with using the hosel. That's what it's there for. But that's also part of why the hosel only goes one, one degree one way and two degrees the other way. And it doesn't go four degrees up and four degrees down right. because that would be a huge performance sacrifice. And a tidbit out there for everyone just so that everyone's aware raising or lowering loft by one degree is roughly 300 rpm in spin three to five but i would say closer to three uh 300 rpm so that's a significant difference just by loft alone and obviously how that will change your your ball flight and what you're looking for so in this instance if they're a half degree different theoretically in a robot it would be about 150 rpms differently which would be roughly the same tough to see the difference of right the window that we're looking for is larger than just 150 rpm correct so, yeah um but good question the optifit hosel is a tremendously effective tool uh when wielded appropriately <laughs> um all right uh good stuff guys let's go i think we've got time for one more here so we'll round it out to an even five questions in this mailbag um and this is a tinker this is what tinkers need to know uh, how much? This question comes from Parrot. How much latitude is there for adjusting the lie of an Apex or Apex Pro iron? So pretty basic, pretty simple question here. Yeah, that's a Stephen question. And before you answer it, Stephen, because uh, I know you probably snapped a few heads off in your day. Uh, Garrett Garrett mentioned this last week um, on the live show. He mentioned fitting. I mean, sorry, tinkering is generally not a, a, a free or a, a costless exercise. You got to pay to When play. you're doing t- some tinkering, right, whether it's acquiring shafts, acquiring grips, like even if you say I want to mess around with trying a counterbalance in my club, you still have to take the grip off yep. and re-grip it. You know, that's 10 bucks right there. So this one is important because when you're bending clubs, what you don't want to do, even though the the – the metal is soft, it's flexible, it's designed to be bent a couple degrees either way. When you snap an iron head off, it's no bueno for the pocketbook. It's pretty defeating. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. you'll have a huge gap in your bag. Yeah. Uh, and if anybody you, sees you, they're going to laugh at you. Too. Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. So, Stephen, lay it out for us. 
the easy answer is plus minus three degrees each way. So, you know, we offer that here at Callaway and through our custom department. If you want to, you know, get your clubs custom fit or or built, uh, it's plus minus three each way. Now, if that you, depends on the model too, so it, you should clarify that. Yeah, strictly for Apex Apex mm -hmm. Pro. Yeah, I would say three degrees. Uh, again, depending on models, David mentioned. But if there are tinkers out there that want to mess with it, feel free. But we're not responsible. Now, how about um, we'll just expand this question. How about uh, what are the variables that would affect how bendable a club is? Yeah, there's there's tons of different things. And Dave, you can get into it as well. But first th couple things that come to my head are the type of material, obviously, how it's made. Uh, the finish, you know, is, is something that's big. OK, that. so let's start forge versus cast. Forge is going to be easier to bend versus uh, cast has to do with the structure of the metal, but there's also the plating too. And that's a lot of times what we try to be really mm -hmm. careful because the plating can crack a lot of the, uh, like the apex, they're, they're chrome plated. And when you bend them too much, it, it might not break the club, so to speak, but it may crack the, uh, the finish. Also, when you have a darker finish, like a big Bertha, the PVD, that can also show signs of stress marks and cracks. So on that one, we would tend to, we only do those one degree. So that was, would that be more cosmetic or would it actually be affecting the integrity of the metal? Um, that would be cosmetic in, in that uh, case. But once you bend it more, you could be right. affecting uh, the metal. Another thing that's worth noting, a lot of people don't know, is once you bend them, you got to check them after, say, six months or you played a bunch, you've had them in a bag because they'll go back to where they were. Mm. The metal wants to return to where it was. So a lot of times people, that's why the pros get their loft and lies checked. Like every tournament, they bring them in. They're traveling a lot, you know, the, and, and they might have had something bent flat and then just one of the irons in the set went back to where it was, you know, and now it's off and it's a big deal for the, the best players in the world. Mm. So I did not think know about that. Yep. Now, how about hosel length? Does that have it do does it. it does that affects the bendability as well the longer it is obviously the easier it is to get the the clamp to be able to to bend it so we have some irons that have pretty short hosels and that makes it tougher um sometimes on the hybrid as well to be able to to bend them and keep in mind that the the tools that we use here you know from a manufacturing standpoint and at, down in our, our monterey facility that all this stuff is kind of custom built for these clubs. You know, we know the clubs that are coming out and we make molds essentially that are designed to go around each of these clubs. So, you know, you could take this to your local place and I'm not saying they can't do it, but it's going to be very tough. Right. That's good insight there. Well, boys, we've done it. Wow. We've, Here we uh, go. Yeah. we've answered five excellent Callaway community questions. Those were good questions. Talking about CG, swing weight, uh, Optifit hosel bending that's the type of stuff we want to cover here on the show if you have questions you'd love, like to, us to answer on the next Callaway uh, or the next fitting room mailbag head over to the Callaway community uh, head over to the fitting corner ask your questions there and some of the best questions will be answered on the next show um, and you can always listen to us every Monday night on the fitting room live on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio uh, that's every Monday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And there will be a, a new Fitting Room podcast published every Monday for the foreseeable future until they don't renew our contracts. But for now, we're good. We're, we're in the safe zone now. So thank you for listening to this episode of The Fitting Room. It was produced by Daniel Burns and Tyler Sheehan. And we will see you next week, same time, same place here on The Fitting Room.